The doctors here at Midwest Family Wellness are happy to provide this podcast to our viewers, but we do want everyone to understand that the information brought to you is not intended to diagnose or treat. This podcast is to help us spread information to our patients and our viewers. Hi, my name is Kimberly and you're listening to the Spine Whispers podcast. With me are Dr. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Mauer. This is episode six, titled, Look What You Did to Me. Um, the Stanley Cup is in St. Louis. Then, if we spent the rest of the episode just talking about the Stanley Cup and how it's in St. Louis, I think that would be something our patients want us to hear. Yeah. So, Dr. Mauer, I know you're a transplant to St. Louis. What are your thoughts? Because you're well, from Ohio. It's got a good hockey history, man. Well, I'm happy for a lot of people who are, who are Blues fans. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that Dr. Matt, we were talking about it during yeah. the up, uh, stress episode. I was real he, worried. He, he did not have to call me. Yeah, I, um, I was like, I need to get adjusted. I put yeah. it out there. He could call me during the game. By the way it worked out. Yeah, everybody was like... Not in that the, it was totally stress-free, but I, I feel like... Yeah. In the morning, I woke up. Like, I'm going to the office early because I, I don't know if Dr. Matt's coming in today, and I'm not going to call him. Like, I don't want to know what happened. If any, you know, everyone's like, where's Dr. Matt? I'm like, he might be in later. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm just so happy for them. Like, it's just, it just makes my day. All right, so that's out of the way. Um, today's episode, um, I promised everyone I would go in order of the people that turned in the ideas and what they wanted us to speak about. And the particular topic we're talking about today is chiropractic care and pregnancy. Now, um, it is immediately obvious that we're three male physicians about to talk about pregnancy. And for a practice that is 80% female, this is uh, as close to heresy, I think, as you can get. So let me just put this out there. We've done a couple hundred thousand adjustments. Probably a quarter of those are on gestating females. You know, and we have to say it like that, right? And so we are not uh, trying to take anything away from the the beauty that is the ability to uh, to create life. So all we're going to do is talk about the physical stuff that we do, and uh, we're not into interested in any other type of conversation regarding that. Or nor are we trying to tell people what to do. We're just talking about how how we care for um, pregnant women because in this office. Um, the doctors could have mono be laying on the ground with 400 patients scheduled for that day. And if you call and you're pregnant, the front office staff is going to get you it. They abuse us. You know, if you're a mom or if you're a soon to be mom, then, then you have better than those really good parking spots. You have like prime location at our office. Like you're, you're going to get some care. So what I'm going to do is talk about um, some chiropractic cases lately. Um, they talk about the different things that can happen in pregnancy. Dr. Matt is going to talk about physical changes to the body that kind of affect how we treat people. And then Dr. Brad's going to go through some of our treatments. So we're not going to try not to get too heavy um, this podcast because a lot of the terminology is a little crazy. Also, we are going to talk about some body parts. So if you got a young person, maybe you don't want to hear a couple of different words. All the words are going to be anatomically correct, of course. But uh, uh, now is a good time to maybe not have them, you know. Also, if you're squeamish, we don't want you throwing up while you're driving. We're talking to you guys. (laughs) Dudes. Dudes. (laughs) (laughs) And the women are like, bring it out. Okay, so um, let's start with some cases. 
Um, the first one I found was from the case report from last month, and that was a resolution of low back pain and placenta previa um, in a patient. And a placenta previa is where the uh, placenta can partially or totally obscure the cervix. And um, most common symptom is, is painless bleeding, but the second, third, and fourth most common symptoms are back pain, back pain, and back pain. And so um, it's one in about 200 um, pregnancies. So it's not common, but it's, it's not uncommon. And um, we see it in, we've seen it in our office. Uh, we've probably had about 10 cases over the years. And it has to do with um, breach presentations can do it. Transverse lie can do it. There's a bunch of different changes in, in the uh, uterus that it can happen. So it's really important to fix because you want that thing nice and free. And um, in this particular case, I get a 24-year-old who's in her 12th week of gestation. So that's about right. And then um, she had come in with low back pain. And then um, they used what's called diversified, which um, diversified technique for those of you in our practice. That's what you're going to get from us 94% of the time, right? Yeah. 94% of the time you're going to get diversified technique. And then they use a technique called Webster, which is an unbelievably cool chiropractic technique for um, working with pregnant females, so much so that it actually can, it has been demonstrated to reduce transverse lie, to, to reduce breeze pregnancy. So that's really cool. So, And then they had to do it in the in fourth week, uh, excuse me, after the first week of care, her low back pain was gone, but they didn't stop there because health and pain aren't the same thing. They waited and they kept going. Uh, and then by the fourth week, um, her lower back pain was gone and the placenta previa was gone and both confirmed by ultrasound. So we've seen that before in our practices. I just like to have a really cool case report where they're running around with an ultrasound machine. The second one is um, a case study from April, actually two months ago, and it was on uh, symphysis pubis pain in pregnancy. And this is another really common one we see. People don't realize that there's a joint in the front of your pelvis. You know, and it's a real strong joint, but it's a joint nonetheless. And um, to get pain there, it's usually right under or right above or right around your private parts. So when you get pain down in there, it is really disconcerting. And it can make you, yes, Kim, that's it. Okay. If you're on the Winsville practice, <laughs> go in and ask Kim to show you exactly what, what the demonstration on the model. So anyway, um, it's a real personal kind of pain, deep deeply personal pain mm -hmm. and so when you have it it's no good i don't think i've ever had a male case where they've even known what that is much less have pain there right or they think it's something else yeah 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 anyway the um when you adjust it the sound that it makes is very very loud and um it's way down in your privates so it's just a real weird situation in general you know yes yeah if you ever had to do that one where they put your forearm across the knees, oh and they squeeze. That's the technique. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. You ever done, have you guys ever done it? Well, we'll have you demonstrate on Dr. Matt later. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, no problem. You're so weird. No problem. So anyway, in this one, a 28-year-old, 20 weeks of gestation, and then um, she had... Um, she, this one was cared for with the activator protocol, and the activator is the click and stick. You ever had in the office and you hear the click, 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 click? Um, that's activator. You'll get that in about 1%, maybe 2% of our, of our cases, and um, uh, that's a pretty useful tool. And in, in these cases where you need a very focused 
you know, direct, really small area of application, we'll use the app, uh, the, uh, the activator on. So that's actually really cool. But she had, um, I saw her about 35 visits over a course of eight months. So she was having that pain real, real bad at the start, and they followed her for the whole pregnancy. So that's actually really, really cool. The third one is uh, one, this one was from April, and this happens all the time, but I wanted to get the actual, the latest one that was done. And this is a case study where um, they confirmed a resolution of a breach presentation. So for you men listening, there's a certain way that we like babies to emerge uh, when they're bored. And if they don't emerge that way, they can be flipped over, they can be sideways, they can be all kinds of different ways. We call that breach and uh, that presentation um, can sometimes result in uh, cesarean section. It can result in really a, just a ton of back pain, all kinds of problems for the mama and for the baby. So having a way to reduce or get rid of that breach presentation and bring it back in line without resorting with any kind of trauma or, or anything else um, from a chiropractic technique is actually, it's probably the coolest thing we do. We do a lot of really cool stuff, but that that is the coolest and it's a technique called Webster's technique so 31 year old woman 25th week of gestation um, she had a complaint of low back pain which is 90% of the time that's what that's going to be and she was subluxated in her neck her low back her low uh, lumbar the SI joints all of it and um, they adjusted her with diversified in Webster and then um, they documented the fetal beach presentation and then in just uh, it says here visit seven they had still, oh yeah, visit, it was visit nine. So they had it resolved in nine visits. And that's about right. And then the follow-up study, this one's from March. Um, they had five women, all breech pregnancies, all confirmed with ultrasound, all reduced. And then what do you guys think is the average number of visits that they had to come before it was fixed? Five. Did you read this? No. What's your guess? <laughs> you went the wrong way. Yeah. 5.8 being oh. on average. And every single one of them went on to have normal vaginal deliveries. And that's pretty cool, man. When you can move from, you know, what is going to be a real big problem to not as big a problem um, in just five visits. Like when we're for working with ligament, you know, especially in, a, in an adult population, it takes us much, much longer because we're trying to deform and stretch ligament but man you get these babies you're just trying to change their position in the body it's just it's just awesome because what happens is um the area the, uh, there's a whole set of nerves that control help moderate the pregnancy when you start stimulating those all the time because the baby's sideways the pain ramps up and it builds. It's the opposite of the safety pin cycle. So by the time you had a present breach presentation for a couple, it's just excruciating. And so the uterus, the way the baby's lying, when they get bigger, obviously they get stuck. But there's ways to move them before they get stuck like that. Um, and then this is one of the, the last one here. Um, this woman, there was a woman who had had a cesarean and then wanted to because of complications and then she came presented to the chiropractic office because she wanted to do it the other way the vaginal birth and then she um they worked with her um a 34 year old woman 16 week gestation with twin girls and so she has already had a c-section previous she's 34 16 weeks like all of what we normally would associate with as like okay this is not this is not going to be a regular delivery and then um, what they did was a lot of what's called network spinal analysis, which is a chiropractic adjusting technique um, to reduce and loosen the hips 
so that they could rotate easier. And then uh, to make sure that the, the pelvis was perfectly positioned to hold all of that. And then she ended up, uh, got 18 adjustments over the course of nine weeks and went on to deliver both the healthy babies. So that's really, really cool. It's one of the neatest ones. And so they cared for her all the way to the 36 weeks. And those are just, those, all I did was go look at case reports for the last two months. That's just since April. That's awesome. So this stuff's firing out all over the place. And, um, you know, if you want to think of a patient population that's been malpracticed, it's females. You know, you don't have to go too far back in history to see um, how little control over their healthcare women have had. And how in a profession, I'm talking about healthcare in general, not chiropractic, but healthcare in general, a profession dominated by men, being a woman has not been the best deal. You know, you look at women in the 60s and 70s, um, the different various poisonings that they thought were going to be successful birth control, or you look at um, uterine fibroids, you go back just 10 years, you know, and uh, man, oh man. And to see one of the greatest things I think about this profession is that it's very empowering, you know, like well, we, we can try and fix that. We can help, you know, like we're not, look, we're not going to deliver your baby, you know, unless it's an absolute level four Unless emergency a level four emergency we are trained to do that yeah i know but we don't tell people that hasn't, like hasn't happened yet has not happened yet in in two hundred and twenty thousand adjustments we've not had to now we've absolutely had them in the office when they're going through all of their cramping you know i tell a story all the time like uh monday morning it's like maybe in practice two or three years the w woman came in and she was just in horrible pain it was 905 a.m She's like, hey, I was wondering if you could get in early. I mean, yeah, what is wrong? She's like, oh, I'm just cramping so bad. She was ultra pregnant. And um, I'm like, why didn't you call me this weekend? Has this been going on? She's like, well, I'm kind of in labor here. I'm like, okay, it's no problem. I can do some stuff to loosen up. And I'm like, why didn't you call me Saturday? You know, you've been doing this whole week. She goes, oh, I didn't want to bother you, you know. But here, we'll get calls at 1130 on a Friday night from some dude that has a softball tournament in the show me games. And they feel like they tweak their back. You know what I mean? Like, that's the yeah. difference. That was my, I think, my second or third year in practice. And I was like, okay, okay. So then I changed the pain scales. <laughs> the female pain scale and the male pain scale. So if a guy comes in, he's like, oh, I'm at a level 11. I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, and I roll my eyes. But if I get right, I get a mom in. She's like, I think I'm at a six. I'm figuring out whether we're going to the ER. You know what I mean? Because I know that is a catastrophic level of pain. So... Anyway, that's all I've got to say about it. Dr. Dr. Matt, can you walk us through a couple of the changes that happened in the body? Yeah, so uh, during the first uh, trimester of pregnancy, your the female body starts creating a couple different hormones, right? Uh, progesterone, a little bit more estrogen. Um, we talk about release of uh, relaxin, oxytocin, that kind of stuff. Um, there's just a smidge of oxytocin, not a lot, mm. um, because that helps um, helps the, the breast tissue or the mammary glands um, start producing more milk. So that's what's going on during the early stages of, of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the low back pain, okay. a lot of the um, not feeling just right or feeling like something's mm -hmm. out of place, like we'll initially start seeing uh, pregnant women because they have low back pain. Right. And so that has a lot to do with uh, the relaxin. Um, and so the relaxin actually helps the joint lengthen and makes mm -hmm. it more mm -hmm. supple. So mm -hmm. when your woman's about to give birth, there's a high ramp up in relaxin in the third trimester. Absolutely. And so... Um, 
and a corresponding high ramp up and low back pain. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> now, depending on, you know, everybody's different. Everyone's body, a woman's body, produces different amounts of hormones depending on the nervous system. Mm -hmm. And you know that the nervous system is controlled by the brain. And then what do we work on as chiropractors? Well, we work on spinal misalignments or subluxations. So you'll notice that if you're pregnant, we won't put you on cervical traction. (laughs) (laughs) That's a contraindication because your uh, traction is designed to help restore the curve, um, put stress through the curve so that it helps stay, right? Right. There's something called hysteresis and creep. And we want... We want to make sure that when we're lengthening those ligaments, we're doing it in a way that's not forcibly right. enhanced. Right. Which Re- is exactly responsible what lengthening, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so if you if you think about ligaments in general, you think about uh, uh, Stretch Armstrong, right? Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever, if you're familiar with that, it's just basically a um, a doll that you can stretch apart and then returns to its normal thing. Kim, do you know what Stretch Armstrong is? I do. I mean, I didn't have one, but I know of it. Or if you've been in the office, we have these little dinosaurs that you can stretch out. We do? Yeah. We don't have those. Is that true? Oh, that's fair. Well, I mean, life's not fair, Dr. Maurer. Oh, my God. Is that where where we're at with this? Dr. Maurer, I didn't know we had them. I apologize. Yeah, so we have those dinosaur things. Um, Anyway... Ligaments are designed to undergo elasticity and then return to its normal position. Mm-hmm. That's why women are able to push a baby out their vagina is because the 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 stretch for the ligaments is so great, and the, the give is there. So yeah, it's like it's like a bowstring. Yeah, that's exactly right. So. That's what's going on with a lot of the hormones. And the one we really wanted to pay attention to was relaxin mm-hmm. and, and how it gets flooded the, the, through the woman's system and helps relax the ligaments. Um, and so that's basically what, what's going on, and that's the most important one yeah. for us. Side note to that is that, um, you know, you look at the, the, what you just outlined, an unbelievably complex flow of hormones, estrogen, progesterone, relaxin, all these different guys running around doing their thing. And like you said, that is mediated by the nervous system, that stimulation. The problem is that if you get subluxations at L5, the sacrum, the SI joints, which is gonna happen because of the amount of of elasticity and, and relaxation going on, then those nerves may not receive the right information or they may not be getting the right information back to the brain. So it's really easy to see where a miscommunication could occur. It's not like your leg is gonna fall off, but when you need an unbelievably precise sequence of hormones at certain levels, certain times, and even certain times of the day, you know, you can see where subluxation would just ruin that. There's a, man, there are so many cases, we didn't wanna cover it this time, and, and maybe in the future we will when we have more time, of people who could not get pregnant and then got pregnant after they started at a chiropractic office. And it's happened to us a bunch of times, and then sometimes it hasn't happened. But um, it all has to do with misalignments down there at that level and, and those changes in hormones. That's cool stuff. All right, Dr. Maurer, what do you so, got for us? So, yeah. So with, with all, the th- all the changes Dr. Matt just talked about, uh, it's obvious that it's very important for someone who is pregnant to get adjusted. I would probably argue that it, they might be the most important population to get adjusted. Yeah, man, we're, we're all they've got. Yeah, and and with all the info that you talked about, Dr. Josh, not only is chiropractic care safe, but 
I mean, the results have been they're awesome, amazing. So they're awesome. With that, you know, we do a lot of education in our office, and a lot of our patients already know that chiropractic is going to be good for them when it comes time to um, during their pregnancy. Right. But still, we have a lot of questions. Mm. You know, once once it comes along, they're like, you know, obviously take us aside and let us know what's going on. But you can tell they're a little bit concerned. They're like, you know, what's gonna, you know, what's gonna be changing in terms of my visits? Yeah. What's gonna happen? And so we make sure we, we spend time discussing with them what's gonna be different, what's gonna be the same. Uh, and the thing is, a lot of it's gonna stay in terms of the actual adjustment. A lot of it's gonna be pretty similar to what they've been used to right. if they've been patients right. leading up to that point. The biggest change I would say is, as many of you know, if you're patients, typically when you come into the office. First thing you do is lie down on the table, hit the button. Right, even if there's nobody there. And we call it stretching. So, right. and, But those are mechanical flexion tables. We also have mechanical flexion distraction tables. Right. The distraction part is we hook your feet in, yeah. it draws it out, kind of like being drawn and quartered. Right, then we ask you questions. Yeah, then we yeah. try to interrogate put the, you. Put the hot light, hot yeah. lamp on you. It's pretty brutal. So, of course, at some point that is going to change. But especially if you've been a patient for a while, we kind of leave that up to you. Yeah. It just comes to a point where you don't feel comfortable lying on your stomach. Mm -hmm. You just let us know, and that's when things change right. a little That's bit. what the beauty of those tables, that there's an opening in yeah. that area that accommodates yeah. just we for that. Unlatch that. Absolutely. Um, but then even when that doesn't isn't comfortable anymore, then we can switch it up. Basically what we'll do is we'll have you start, no more flexion, unfortunately, but we'll have you on your back. We'll start from the neck and kind of work our way down. Perfect. And also the way we check your spine changes a little bit as yeah. well. So we'll have you, instead of checking your spine while you're on your stomach, we'll do some static and motion palpation while you're seated. Right. Um, palpation is just checking the spine. Checking yeah, the we, checking we, the we absolutely can't use the same criteria of uh, vertebral motion because otherwise yeah. <laughs> we would have to move it right. Like, like forget it. Like forget it, yeah. And if... And if certain people get used to the the audible, yeah. the, the sound that comes along yeah. with the adjustments, that sorely tends to change a little bit. It as does. Well. There's so much more water. Yeah. yeah. So some of the things change, other things don't. You know, Dr. Matt also mentioned the traction. If you've been doing traction, well, probably gonna have you suspend yeah. doing that. We don't want you lying on your back for. But being able to see the ceiling 10, when you're 15. sitting in a chair, like you're <laughs> straight up at the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. So that's so good. I was gonna talk about the relaxing part, but there's. I literally sat for five minutes trying to think of a good analogy, but there's no analogy that doesn't get me kneecapped. In trouble? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the next 60 women that have had babies we see in the office. Those are some of the changes, but of course, when you're in the office, you know, make sure you talk to us. We'll, we'll kind of give you a heads up what's going to change, what's not. Uh, the other thing that's different is if you are a new patient coming in and you're pregnant, the exam part of it changes as well. Yeah. But actually, it's a little bit to your benefit because instead of spending a lot of time you know, doing x-rays. Of course, we're not gonna be doing x-rays. Uh, we always do a posture screen on every patient. If you're further along, uh, third trimester, we may decide not Most to. of the diagnosis uh, is um, you're pregnant. Not to do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Like, so what's now, the cause of your problem? Uh, pregnancy, yeah. you know, <laughs> number it's a, one. It's a real short. <laughs> I see you written pregnant, but I'm not gonna ask you any more questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm a dude. Yeah, so. The exam changes. We're still able to do some of the other things like uh, our nerve scan, our mm -hmm. muscle scan. Those are all safe to do. Yeah, because we're really good at doing a physical exam. Yeah. You and know, some professions, 
Maybe they don't learn how to do physical exams or they don't take them seriously and they rely on a bunch of super complex tests, which is fine, but there's going to come a point where you actually need to do a competent physical exam and use that in diagnosing, especially when it's like trying to do a, making a, you know, a terrain map and you're on a volcano, like the whole thing's going to be shifting so much. So that's a great point. So that'll be different. And then finally, the, the last thing I really want to talk about is post delivery adjustments. Oh, so we really try to educate our pregnant patients that, Hey, once, once delivery happens, that doesn't mean you stop coming in because that post delivery adjustment uh, or adjustments mm -hmm. is going to be just as important for your body. Um, and, and also when it comes to post delivery adjustments, the other thing we have to take into account is C-section and that, that will change things as well. Mm -hmm. You may need to wait a little bit longer to do, let's say like a side posture adjustment where we're kind of twisting that lower back, obviously. Um, but with that said, mid back, neck, they need some attention during that time as well. So even if someone has gone through a C-section, it doesn't mean they, they can't come into the office for six weeks at all. It just may mean we have to focus more on the neck, mid back, and do a different type of adjustment right. in the pelvis than maybe they're used to. Yeah. Once things start to try to go back to where they were, right. back to that baseline, sometimes things don't quite... Right. You have one of those hips hooked up the wrong way, and then uh, the relaxant starts to leave. You know, it's like you have a bunch of boats sitting on the ground, you float them, the boats can float around, then the water leaves and the boats settle their new position. And if somebody's not there, making sure those boats are back where they started. Holy cow, are you going to have some hip problems. And then maybe another baby comes along and now the whole thing starts off in that much worse of a situation. And for my money, and in the cases that we've seen, that's the, the number one cause of, of that screaming bad second pregnancy. Where they're like, I don't know what is going on, you know. Yeah. And it's osteitis condensans ilii. Yeah. And it's uh, the medical literature doesn't report it with any significance in pregnancy. But it, uh, so many of our cases, we've been had this and that and we fix them. And then long after they've had the baby, we have an x-ray of them for whatever reason. And there you see it. Yeah. You've got osteo osteitis on, on the iliac side of the sacroiliac joint, which you just won't see that often. So it's pretty cool stuff. So yeah, that's basically what I wanted to talk about is just, yeah. just let people know that things don't change a whole lot. Right. We do obviously have to change some, some things right. in terms of their adjustment, but overall, mm -hmm. from what you're used to, the actual adjustments aren't gonna change a whole lot. Right. Just at the very end, like our clinical effectiveness just goes way down because holding adjustments is very difficult Not at like the end. Was. Yeah, but the um, the that's where we really rely on additional muscle work, you know, and then like functional stuff, teaching them that to make sure that they 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 power through it. And um, I don't think we've had a I'm trying to think of a case where that didn't go great. Like I, we've a pregnancy case. Yeah, where we're adjusting them. I start have, to finish. I don't think there is one. I don't either. No. Because I mean, it's been a lot at this point. You know, I keep saying, well, we you know we're a small part of the population, but okay, like. Definitely comes in waves. Seventeen years, we, we, it really does. We'll have Holy cow! Patients, and then then they bring their pregnant friends. Yeah, and then all those and people have babies. Up. Then we start seeing those babies and those moms, and then um, they actively avoid talking to pregnant women after that. Right. You know what I mean? Because, because they, they don't want it to along. catch it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember last summer it was like, boom. Yeah. There were babies flying around everywhere. Everywhere, Kim. I feel it's starting to happen right now. I feel like we're getting patients that were pregnant 
five, six years ago, and now they're like, That's my back well. is horrible. Kind of like what well, you yeah. were talking about, the after effects. Yeah, the after effects. Maybe someone in the room here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's good at sound. Right. Um, <laughs> speaking of start to finish, um, you look at... Um, <laughs> Stuff to say where he's going. Where are we going? Everybody, everybody wonders, right? I'll be good. Um, so we look at posture of uh, a woman that just realized that, no, okay, I'm pregnant. Right. And then they started care. And then, you know, they like to do selfies in front of a mirror or do whatever. And you can see the shoulders starting to kick back a little bit. Yeah. Starting to see the, the, the butt kind of kick out. Starting to see the, the stomach kind of go forward. The rounding of the shoulders a little bit. And it's that, um, that accentuation of, that, of those curves that put a lot of tension through. And so that part of the reason why it's able to do that is because of the relaxing. Yeah. Um, just got that much more of an effect. Yeah. So, and then just like in a time lapse, once, once yeah. the woman gives birth and then they go back and it's like... Just freezes up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a really good technique for um, lying on your side and doing the Logan Basic technique for... Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't mention Logan Basic. Which is like... It's 4%. Logan, right? It's I, 4% of our adjusting. I, I love Logan Basic. It is so good for all, all the pregnant women. Um, yeah, when, it's when, so easy. And the extreme cases. The extreme oh, yeah. cases. Yeah. You know, diversified's 9 out of 10. But man, that one that isn't, holy yeah, cow. So, so Kim's looking at us like, what's Logan Basic Technique? Logan Kim, Basic Technique you know is, me so well. <laughs> is, is um, tension through the uh, sacral tuberous ligament that connects the sacrum uh, to the ischial tuberosity or uh, your butt bone to your other butt bone. Right. That helps support it. the bone it. you sit on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And so if that gets too tight or it gets ramped up to one side, it throws your entire pelvis off. Um, Legit. So, you know, you look at um, things that are the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right? Mm -hmm. How it's leaning to one side. Well, there's a whole bunch of structural instability there. That's why it's like that, right? So a lot of that ground is worn That's away. Right. So They've tried yeah. several different fixes yeah. for that. Once they made it better, then it got worse. Like it, And then it slowly came back to where it is right now. They're like, all right, just forget it, forget it. What they need to do is hire the people that move homes around to go over there and fix it. That's right. <laughs> that's Let's right. get them, Jed. Um, so that's what Logan Basic Technique is, is applying pressure through the sacred tuberous ligament and allowing the towering to go back and to take pressure off the pelvis. Cool. Yeah. Dr. Matt, awesome. I also feel like you're the master of the sacral tilt, we'll call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people love, people love that, I feel like. Yeah. You get requested for that. Yeah, so no. um, the the pelvis can shift forward or backwards. And if a woman is laying on her back and she pushes her back into the table and it hurts, like really, really hurts, then we have a relaxer pelvis. We go underneath and push our hands into right where the um, sacral tuberous ligament is. And we actually hold up her pelvis with our hands and arms. With the sacrum. Yeah. Using the sacrum. And so you know, she's, I, uh, she's off she's off the table and she relaxes and if that that brings a lot it's almost like it's active blocking. Yeah, that's exactly what it's the um the when I talk to medical doctors, you know, or that we know uh, uh, their incredulity at our ability to palpate landmarks 
Like, well, how do you know where that is? Well, you can feel that. I hear that so much. And it's like, because it's all we do all day, every day, that we absolutely can't. Like, what you're talking about is finding the sacrum, finding both SI joints, making sure that your hands are contacted on the sacrum, which is the smallest piece of real estate relative to the hips. And you're doing it without seeing it. You're reaching around underneath the patient. Like, that's just really cool. This is really cool. It's a lot of physical, technical skill, Kim. Hmm. What do what do you tell patients that are new to the practice? Like, I just see skeletons walking around. That's right. That's all we see. I just see your bones. <laughs> and I'm, we're going to whisper them. Uh, Dang. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, a couple pieces. Guys, uh, 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 we're going to do these every other week, I think. I was speaking with the doctors. Uh, we're getting destroyed. We love you guys so much, but we're getting destroyed on these requests. And the amount of volume that we have in the practice, um, we feel like we can't deliver an awesome podcast because we have to travel to get together. We can't, we don't have enough time to deliver an incredible podcast and so we need time to prep them. So you're going to start getting these every other week. Once we get into the new place, then we'll see about picking that schedule back up. So you're still going to get them. They're still going to be awesome. Um, but in terms of like just driving over here, you know, I'm not one to ever break any rules. And I, I feel like I have to speed. And I wouldn't want to do that. That's not me, Kim. Okay. It's not me. All right. So um, you get these every week for a little bit. Once we get into the new place, then we'll see what we can do. And then the handouts are going to be the same for those two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, and then if you have any questions, you can always do a follow Oh, yeah. So. That's the last thing. So Kim, K-I-M, at mfwellness.org. That's who you need to contact if you have any outrages, any further questions. Uh, man, the feedback's been awesome. Um, there's nothing I like more than, well, first thing I like get in my car and listen to myself talk. <laughs> the second thing, though, the second thing is when people come in, they're like, I listened to you talk and you were great. Like, all right. I mean, they they say all three of us, but sure. I really only hear sure. me. Right? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> anyone gives us any compliments, we automatically, yeah, they talk about it. Yeah. It's totally No problem. True. No problem. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, I'm all, all right. done. Is everybody all done? Yeah, Kimberly, do you have anything for the people? No, that's it. Dr. Fink? No, I'm good. Dr. Maurer? All set. All right, I am uh, uh, from Dr. Joshua Fink, uh, which is myself. Uh, we will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we would like to send out a big thank you to Hug Monster for helping us to sound even better than we already do.